He's kind of like the Joe Rogan of the hospitality industry right now. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. The, the more information you can have at your fingertips, the more prepared you are to have those conversations. Hey, we had noise last night. Yeah, actually, you're in room 204. Looks like we, we had five minutes of noise in 203, but we did recognize it. We stopped it as quick as it, as it happened. We apologize. Here, here's a coffee on us. Like that's, imagine that guest experience. Welcome to Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast where we discuss all things hospitality, hotels, and business. You can find us online at slicktalkthepodcast.com and on every podcast listening platform. What's up, all my Slick Talkers? This episode is brought to you by my friends at Hostfully. Now, these are the days where enough is enough with managing multiple calendars for your properties in order just to make sure you don't get double booked. And not having a website for your guests to get to know your story and book direct? You can stop stressing, at least a little bit, and check out my friends at Hostfully. Hostfully was created by hosts for hosts, and they understand the importance of centralizing operations, inboxes, calendars, and of course, keeping up with the times and the industry data. You can go to hostfully.com, use my code SLICKTALK20 to get access to their digital guidebooks and their property management software. I use them as well, and I love the simplicity of their product. Now, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast. Now sit back and enjoy. All right, everybody, welcome back to Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast. And I'm your host again, Will Slickers. Uh, it's rare to have guests come back on the show for not only a first time, but a second time, and maybe even a third round two. We're back. So we got Michael Golden, and it's actually not the first time. You've probably heard his voice a few other times. Uh, we host a great morning show called Good Morning Hospitality every Monday. So he's a great co-host, <laughs> and uh, we have a lot of fun. We take it seriously, but not too serious, because where would be the fun in that? So I'm excited to welcome Michael Golden, who is the Director of Business Development at NoiseAware. Great guy. Amazing industry leader. I think I get more knowledge from this guy than I do anybody else. So it's been a lot of fun. Michael, welcome back to Slick Talk. Thank you, Will. Don't make me blush. Uh, (laughs) It has been, despite our our morning show that we do together uh, every week, it has been a year since since we've hit the big podcast show, the Slick Talk. So excited to be back and and recap on some of the stuff we talked about last time, but dive into some uh, some new things that we're seeing on the market right now. Well, it's crazy to think about the year that it's been. It's like, Hey, we did the podcast together. And you're like, this was fun. We should, should do this more often. I was like, yeah, let's create another show. And we just did it. And then yeah. here we are a year later. We're coming up on 52 episodes, a full year cycle. I think, uh, towards give the or take, October. Yeah. Give or take a couple vacation weekends, holidays, yeah. holidays. Yeah. But at the same time, like, uh, We've never met in person, despite the four or five missed 
paths crossing. Uh, yeah. Still haven't done it, but uh, Vera May, here we come. October, here we are. Well, this is good. I'm excited. So let's jump in. So last year we covered, if you never listened to the first episode, uh, we covered, you know, noise, parking, garbage, how those all three affect each other, but also most importantly, how noise can handle all three if you handle that one problem first compared to the rest. Um, And then we also talked about industry trends, what's going on with COVID, how that impacted the industry by enforcing tech to, to speed up by three to five years and all this other stuff. Um, But I'm kind of curious to pick out your brain on what else has happened uh, since then that we're seeing now during this time of COVID-19 and travel and all this other stuff. Yeah, look, we, uh, we still aren't out of the woods with COVID-19. We've got new mandates on the horizon or, or already happening places that require vaccine cards to get into a restaurant or a nightclub or a sporting event, you know, back in the summer of 2020, when, when things were definitely the wild west, um, a lot of parties got pushed into short term rentals because public gathering spots were unavailable. And yeah. it looks like we're heading back in, uh, in that direction. So if, if public spaces become off limits, then we're going to be right back, uh, right back in the same position we were. And what has happened is pretty much exactly what we had expected would happen last time we spoke. When you have a lot of noise issues and markets that are not used to having them as a result of bars, restaurants, nightclubs being closed, parties go into short-term rentals, neighbors get pissed, the community then has a backlash against short-term rentals. In La Quinta, for example, their, their complaint volume was up almost 300% last summer. Mm. Um, We just finished doing a noise pilot with them and we reduced uh, noise by the noise complaints from the pilot participants by about 80%. So a massive decrease. Uh, And with numbers like that, we're in in contact with a number of cities that are are looking to mandate uh, noise monitoring because they can't cut off tourism at their knees and get mm-hmm. rid of short terminals. It's too important to their communities to, to get rid of that tax tourism dollars. In La Quinta, it funds their whole parks and rec budget, short terminals. So bye-bye parks and rec if you, if you want to eliminate short terminals. So it's, cool. it's uh, something we're seeing actually increasing now and regulation tends to lag behind issues. So all the issues we were seeing last year are really starting to come to a head in a lot of local markets that, you know, are very traditional vacation rental markets. Um, They're not trying to ban it. They're just trying to rein it in. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, do you think regulations like that, obviously banning is never the solution for any of us, like for noise aware, for operators like myself, or even bigger ones like Vicasa, you name them, anyone. Um, but do you think regulations is forcing the newer hosts or newer property managers to professionalize a little bit more? Where it's like you have to be licensed, insured, paying the right taxes, but also putting in things like noise aware or maybe even a product like Safely or some kind of insurance to say, Hey, we're thinking about the neighbors and the community more than, more than you think. Yeah. 
hundred percent. And I think a lot of cities got it wrong the first time around when they put a cap on, you can only rent out up to 90 days a year. Yeah. Well now, now you're just driving towards the unprofessional single host because no pro manager can make money in that market. No. And so I think we're starting to see a realization in a lot of markets. Um, there's markets that are banned that are looking at reinstating it with uh, parameters in it. And with the pro tools like Noiseware, like mandating insurance, like mandating, you know, somebody be responsible for this house and able to accept a call, you know, at certain hours of the day, like all these professionalization tools are going to weed out those, those bad single owner operators. There's a lot. If you look at the ratings, the best rated homes are managed by people that have five five or fewer properties on the platforms. There are really good operators that have small amounts of units, Mm -hmm. but the majority of the problems come from the unprofessional, the the single ownership group, uh, because they don't want to go through all the hoops of being professional. um, And they, and, or they don't know what to do. Um, There's, there's, a lot of, you know, short-term rental Airbnb coaches out there. Yeah. Um, which I wish everybody would, would listen to one of them. Uh, pick, pick well, I just wish, and- I wish that they were actually good coaches. There's a lot of them that really just push the money side where it's like, Hey, grab as many leases as possible in this apartment or condo or whatever and furnish it. And you're good to go. They don't care about, you know, vetting guests or setting a, uh, a bar rate in order to ensure that you're going to get the quality of traveler that you want and not, you know, not doing any of the screening options or even putting noise aware where, you know, they can actually tell if something's happening instead of having 5,000 uh, neighbor complaints and just like, yeah, whatever. I don't care. I, I lease the apartment. So yeah, the end of the day, um, yeah, there's a lot of them like that out there, but uh, we, we've seen houses um, that literally, they, they throw up a fake wall, adds another bedroom, puts bunk yeah. beds in it. Occupancy now doubles from six to 12. And they advertise it as a party house. Like these are the, these are the hosts that have to be kicked off. Yeah. Um, and they're the ones that give a black eye to, to a lot of the good operators. Uh, I was speaking with the city uh, on Friday last week and they, they said, you know, we had about a hundred complaints over the past, I don't, I can't recall time frame. call it three months. Yeah. And then I asked how many of those complaints came from the same properties or how many different properties it come from. And once they pulled that number, it was six at a hundred complaints, wow. but wow. it all came down to six properties. It's like, you guys don't need to mandate anything. You just need to kick those six, like remove those six owners licenses. Pretty simple. And final, um, like there's, there's a lot of, uh, fines that can be put into play that after enough times you get fined, uh, you can't operate anymore because you're, you're out of money. Yeah. Yeah. And so the, it, it might sound contrary to, to what people might believe, but we don't go out actively promoting to cities. Like we don't want to, it's up to cities to find solutions that fit for them. Yeah. We're happy to help guide them on what makes sense um, in their cities and, and we take a more consultative approach, but we're not actively selling out there. 
uh, two cities. Um, but we, we have a lot of our customers that, that do the selling for us. Yeah. Uh, call. So yeah. it's really cool to see. The other trend we talked about a lot, uh, changing gears here is. It's like you're a professional podcaster and do it yourself, right? <laughs> yeah. Let me go ahead and facilitate the conversation here, Will. Uh, but let's change gears for a second. <laughs> um, wow. We, we're getting pretty good at this, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Uh, I was, but, just about to, I was literally about to do the same thing. So I was like, oh, he did it for me. This is great. Well, why don't you segue for us? Let's go. Well, no, it's literally, it's, uh, I think you're going to go into flexible housing, which is another uh, like big segment that was taken off uh, during COVID, right? So we're seeing this trend of professional hosts, but finding ways to, you know, scale and, but yeah, offset expenses of their, you know, their rent or mortgage and, and different ways. So um if I'm wrong, you can correct me, but I think that was the trend you were going to go to, maybe? Well, well, we can go to third trend in a second, uh, but we can jump to, to flexible rentals first. All right. um, it's, it's a really exciting, you can't really call it a new segment because companies like Nido and Apartment Jet and Pillow existed previously. Um, you know, what happened with Nido is, was separate, but COVID certainly helped wipe out Apartment Jet and Pillow. Um, but that model was really starting to gain some traction. And, uh, and what's exciting is we're seeing some new groups come in doing it. And, and Orion House you know, recently launched with 15, 1600 properties. Um, super exciting to see this melding between not being the asset owner, just holding a lease, mm-hmm. not being a master lease. Like it is your property. You live there, you, you operate it, uh, you, you drop the keys off at the front desk if you're out of town, but it, it certainly appeals to people who want to live in more prime a real estate, but may not be able to afford it. Mm-hmm. Or people that are, you know, back when I was in my early twenties, my roommate was a consultant. He was never home. I had the house myself. Uh, he should have lived in a, in a community like this where he could have dropped the keys off and not paid anything for rent. Cause he's gone yeah. four or five nights out of the week. Uh, you know, flight attendants, traveling nurses, like all these things can, can be great clients for, for that model. Um, or just a person who wants to travel on the weekends and then they can drop their keys off uh, at the, the front desk. I think this model, you know, we're going to see a lot from it over the next 12, 24 months. Um, it's, it's coming back with the, with the strong vengeance and, and I'm excited to see where it goes. Well, I, uh, I know in the beginning of COVID, we had a big push for traveling nurses. Now that you mentioned it, you know, the nurses were flying from all over the country to take on COVID patients and hospitals that were understaffed and all this other stuff. Um, and short-term rentals got to see a, a big collection from that because, you know, tra- you know, medical companies that have travel nurses pay a premium contracted rate for housing. Like it's a, you know, when you're leasing a, a maybe a space for 2,100 bucks a month, you're getting 4,000 from one, one, uh, traveler. That's pretty, pretty substantial income for that, uh, that operator. But do you think now that we're, cause like, I felt like we were kind of coming out of COVID vaccine was rolling out all this other stuff. Uh, but now, you know, Delta other variants, do you think that workforce housing, um, trend or even just workforce housing in general is going to stay pretty consistent or boosted at all as we come up uh, throughout 2021 and 2022? 
I think there's a couple things to factor. Um, everybody's working remote now. So, but if my company requires me to be in Dallas or in New York or in Miami, you know, one week out of the month, this is a perfect option. Maybe the, yeah. the company even pays for it and, and uh, can then short-term rent it through the, the operator on site. Um, so I think we've seen, we're seeing a brand new wave of travelers. Before it was the traveling salesman who's gone one night you know, per city, quick stops, wine and dine, play golf, get out. Now, what I think we're seeing is entire teams, developers, mm. marketing folks, folks that didn't typically travel are now traveling. And when they do travel, they're staying longer mm. uh, because they're going back to their corporate office. Maybe they're fully remote. Maybe they moved back to their, their town after COVID hit because it was no longer attractive to live in New York or San Francisco. Yeah. Um, you know, everybody that I knew that lived in San Francisco, pretty much gone. Uh, a lot of the New Yorkers I knew gone. They're they're in Miami, right, yeah. uh, or Austin, and so I, I think the the travel trend is going to be a little bit different. There's always traveling nurses. It's always a high demand job. That that kind of thing is always there. Um, but I do think the the nature of business travel has changed, and ultimately it's changed for the better, particularly for short-term rental style units. If you're going to stay somewhere for a week, a hotel room might not be the best fit. A hotel room is great for the, for the traveling businessman who's there for a night, maybe two. But if you're traveling for extended periods of time, you know, three, four, five nights, it's nice to wake up and make your own bacon and eggs, uh, to have your own coffee and have your own, like have a, have a six pack of beer in, in the fridge when you get off of work that day. Yeah. Um, so it's, uh, I don't know, man, it's been an ever-changing world uh, and to, to cleanly segue into that hotel space. I think what we're, man, we're getting good at these transitions. Yeah, we are. <laughs> uh, what, what we're seeing on the hotel side is labor shortage is very real, very real. I've spoken to a number of GMs of hotels, a big time name brand properties, hundreds of keys. Cleaning rooms, yeah, and you know, nobody's above cleaning rooms, uh, but it's a it's a serious labor shortage if you have your GM, you know, in there vacuuming, changing changing sheets, scrubbing toilets. Uh, so shout out to all those GMs, not afraid to to roll up the sleeves. Like major kudos to you. Uh, but we're in a new age of technology, and. Uh, there is no technology to, to scrub toilets yet that I know of, at least that's affordable. But there is technology that can uh, optimize a lean headcount. And so at Noiseware, we've started working more and more with hotels because anytime people lay their heads down at night, they don't want to be disturbed by who's above them or below them or in the, the room next to them. And noise is a, a big issue with that. Uh, a lot of hotels have cut down to a lean, mean one person staff at night. Yeah. And so they can't be walking the halls. They can't be uh, manning the, the front desk and, um, you know, trying to figure out where, where noise is coming from. And that's where we fit in. You know, there's when you're not checking your guests in and seeing they're on the do not stay list 
And when you're not, uh, you know, when these guests are virtually checking in, which is a great thing. I, I like virtual check-ins at hotels. Um, you, you have to beef up the rest of your technology suite. Mm-hmm. And so while I, I know for, for a high, high level of confidence, Noiseware is going to be an absolute must-have in short-term rentals. Signs are starting to look like it's going to be a, an absolute must-have in, in a lot of hotels across the country, too. Hey, I hope you guys are enjoying this episode, and I wanted to drop in quickly to let you know that our partners at Jetstream have some of the best-in-class technology that sits at the heart of the guest experience with a focus on generating revenue for your property assets. With their platform, your property gets the best-in-class tech and integrations to remote access, guest screening, booking protection, and payment processing. Better yet, their team does all of the hard work of 24-7 guest communication and content creation. So go ahead, click the link in the show notes so you can jump on board today and take advantage of their professional hospitality team. Now, we're back to the episode. Well, you're not wrong, and I can speak personally on on this because you know i've talked to a couple of gms that have um some noise aware devices in, in their property and they they see the proof in the pudding in, in a way to speak of like oh my gosh like yeah we got a noise complaint but um they got it after it was already resolved through you know being alerted by noise aware saying hey the noise levels have you know surpassed this threshold there's something going on and you're able to curve it sooner than later, they hear about it after where the guest is like not complaining, complaining, but they just say, oh, there's a loud neighbor last night, but it went went away pretty quickly. And surprisingly, it's all because, you know, they had that ability to be alerted instead of hear it, yeah. you know, hear it through a phone call. It's, it's always been a he said, she said thing. And noise is very subjective. And yeah. because we've monitored over a million reservations, so like two, three million nights, um, we, we know what's the typical levels and what's acceptable and, and what's not. Um, I'm looking through my notes here because I had a, a GM tell me something the other day uh, that was, was quite interesting, but it was pretty much along the same lines. I can't find it. Um, of what you were saying, Will, like the majority of the noise complaints people had gotten previously were... Um, we're at the front desk. Oh, here it is. Guests don't tell us until they check out. Yeah. And then you can't change the experience they've already had. And so if you're only finding out at checkout, one, maybe they're just trying to scam you for a free room that night. Yeah. You have no way to verify if there was or wasn't an issue. You, you want to trust them, empathize with them. You know, here's a Starbucks card, like coffee on us this morning. We're sorry. But trust, but verify, right? Like we, 100%. there's a lot of people who, who know how systems work and know to, to make things, um, how to, how to beat the system, gain the system. And you don't want to be flying blind. Like the, the more information you can have at your fingertips, the more prepared you are to have those conversations. Hey, we had noise last night. Yeah, actually you're in room 204. Looks like we, we had five minutes of noise in 203, but we did recognize it. We stopped it as quick as it, as it happened. We apologize. Here, here's a coffee on us. Like, yeah. Like that's, imagine that guest experience. Just 100%. an absolute home run. So 
you know, for all you hotel GMs out there, feel free to reach out. Uh, I know your, your things aren't, uh, your, your podcasts aren't salesy, but look, it's a, a real thing. We know a lot of people dealing with And so we're, we're here to help. We've, we've been there. We've done that. And uh, technology in hotels has been exp- expedited by, like we said at the beginning of the show, three to five years. Yeah. Uh, 2019 levels. You had no need to change any technology because you were pumping guests, highest occupancy, highest ADRs ever. Why fix what ain't broke? Uh, mm-hmm. Well, system's broken now, and yeah. we got to we got to figure out a way to quickly adjust. Well, I just want to emphasize on that too, like being able that guest experience part that you just touched on was super important because it gives me flashbacks from like days when I was working the desk or when I was managing a property on a hotel level and the most frustrating thing for a guest is to have a complaint and then to have a staff member, whether it's a front desk agent, a supervisor, a manager, or a GM, not know about it in the sense of not have accurate information. Uh, again, he says, she says type stuff where it changes per person you talk to. Um, the inaccuracy to be able to pin down anything like that is is frustrating on, on a traveler, on a team, on a whole scheme of things. But like you just said, to be able to pull out something like that, I'm like, look, we not only know our property inside and out, we know what happens uh, like the back of our hand or within a click of a button. Like that is just something that needs to be happening more often because um, I don't know about like hotel ownership groups and stuff, but when they see a substantial amount of coffees or, you know, refunds being given out, they do question that. Like that goes, you know, PL reports show pretty much everything. Um, and to be able to, at least have some kind of explanation for it where you can be like, look, our noise sensors have the data. We see the, the noise levels. We, we, we know that this stuff is happening backs up a lot of stuff where you're not just second guessing and it, it solidifies your data. It solidifies your expenses. It solidifies, you know, your revenue on why, why things are happening the way they are. So um, it's just a, again, a crucial, crucial key for like, even just, I'm just even thinking about recently we had a, a guest staying at our cabin property, I got a notification at 1230 that the noise levels were above 80, uh, 85 decibels or whatever. Uh, well, guess what? I gave him a call. So the neighbor gave me a, a little shout out and told me something was happening. They curbed it within 10 minutes. So um, I think the total noise duration was 24 minutes long versus that something that could have been two and a half, hours. five hours. Yeah. yeah. So it's just really important to have that, especially when um, a lot of owners are close with their neighbors and stuff like that. So they, they talk, you know, they, they say, Hey, we had a party, but versus there is almost a party, but it seems like your manager was on top of it and was able to handle it pretty quick. So yeah, it's pretty, pretty crucial. Yeah, for sure. Our, our industry, uh, well, not industry, our user base on average is solving issues in 22 minutes. Yeah. And most noise ordinances or, or laws in cities say the noise has to be going on 30 or 45 minutes. So our entire customer base is, is solving that, yeah. uh, which is massive. And the pre-data, um, so we pull, we've done a lot of pilots with cities or, and with hotels where we, we install and don't turn alerts on for 30 days. So we can get a good baseline of, of, the, of what's going on. Yeah. The typical duration on average in that first 30 days is about 50, 55 minutes. Oh, wow. uh, I know I don't want to be in a hotel room next door to someone who's being loud for 55 minutes. I also know I don't want to be the neighbor who lives permanently next to a short-term rental 
and the average issues is an hour long. Um, when we did it, we did some pilots in hotels, the, the pre-data, 20, 30% of the time, the, the noise issues are lasting longer than 45 minutes. Like That's insane. It's a long amount of time. Um, yeah. A lot of times it's an after bar effect where oh. it gets loud. Uh, it goes down to flat for several hours. And then around 12, one, two in the morning, they come home, noise goes straight up. It flatlines for however long they're continuing the, the party. Um, and that's the stuff that, man, as a, a neighbor to that room, like it's one thing if you're being loud at nine, I can get out of bed and yes, yeah. I might be in bed at nine. Don't make fun <laughs> of me. I can go next to the, to the room and ask them to quiet down. If it's at two in the morning and I'm being woken up, I'm not getting out of bed. Um, and, you know, fingers crossed, they just quiet down. Right. But yeah. there, there is now technology that can help that. I love it. I love that so much. Um, well, we do this fun segment on Good Morning Hospitality with, uh, you know, our, our morning show. So it's called What's With The Noise. And mm-hmm. it's where we get to uh, jump into, um, you know, industry news and more like topics about noise aware. But I'm just kind of curious, what's with the noise with noise aware in general? I know you guys um, are not only pumping out a lot of content and um, case studies and all sorts of great examples on why noise is the solution to, to solve first compared to anything else. Um, but just kind of curious, what's new, what's going on with noiseware in general that um, the world of vacation rentals, hotels should know. Yeah. Well, two things. Um, I appreciate you saying that's something that people need to solve first. I'd say it needs to be second. You have to get people inside first for them to start making noise. So access is vital. <laughs> Um, we've been working with Operto for a while now, great group, um, major props to them. They've got an awesome product. Um, but yeah, exciting news for us. We are officially expanding into the UK and the EU will be short to follow. So we've got a good number of users already that we've kind of quietly soft launched with. Uh, but as of uh, right now, we are officially talking about being live in uh, and able to publicly sell into the UK market. So looking forward to hearing uh, from all you folks. We know noise is not an issue limited to the United States. I've seen the crazy headlines you guys have over there in the <laughs> UK. I've been to a few parties over there in the UK. Uh, it's loud. It's rowdy. Um, walls are always shared. Buildings are a little bit older. You know, noise uh, noise is definitely an issue everywhere. And as we've talked about on the show, uh, earlier today, noise is a snowball. And as you have more and more issues, more and more regulations come. Mm -hmm. So nip it in the bud early. Uh, if you can stand up in city hall or your town council and say how you're a good operator, how you, your property doesn't have noise issues, how your company averages, you know, 22 minutes or less on resolution times that beats the city ordinance. Um, we can beat bad regulations together. Yeah. Uh, and there's great groups like Rent Responsibly and you know, Verbo is really active on government relations. Team up with people. Don't, mm-hmm. don't go at solving regulations on your own. Uh, but 
bring it full circle. Exciting news. We're launching in the UK. I'm getting on a plane in two weeks. We're, uh, we're heading out there. So see you soon. Well, it's exciting. And we've had a couple of cool operators, uh, you know, like Altito from, uh, uh, Altito, but we had Will, who's, uh, the CEO there on the show and great company. So be, being able to have that, uh, over there is pretty sweet, uh, exciting times. And especially that when you're talking about headlines over there, I saw some of the lockdowns have been lifted party headlines and man, those were a wild to watch. A million pounds of damage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and funny mention Will from Altito. They've been a great partner of ours, uh, early testers and uh, rolling out uh, to lots and lots of their units. So they've been great to work with solid company um, and very well run. Will very well run. Nice. When there's a will, there's okay, a way. Not flickers. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I always like to say when there's a will, there's a way. So I guess it stands true to, uh, for, for Will Perry and for maybe yeah. myself. We'll see. Yeah. But that's good. Well, um, anything else going on in, in your guys' world? I know there's a lot to uncover, but I think, you know, just the fact that you guys are so active in the space, um, conferences are coming up, you know, you just mentioned going to Europe and we have Verma in, uh, in October, all this stuff. Um, where is like the best place for people to find you in person? What are your events that you're going to be at and where can people reach out to if they have more questions about getting noise aware with their business? Yeah, absolutely. So if there's going to be an event, we're going to do our best to be there, uh, whether it's on the hotel side or on the short terminal side. So, uh, we like to have presence. We know how important face-to-face is. We are all in the hospitality business. We like doing business with people in person. We hate this whole Zoom thing. We're over it. We're tired of it. Let's get out. Let's have some good times. Uh, let's talk shop because there's no better industry to be in than the one that we're in. Uh, and let's solve problems together. You know, we're, we're excited to get back out and in front of people, COVID willing, fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's, it's a really important time for the space. Uh, that's where a lot of companies make decisions about the future of what technologies they're going to use or what companies are going to acquire, what, you know, there's, there's just a lot of uh, value to these events. So if you've never been to one, definitely take a look at uh, short-term rental conferences or hotel conferences. You can learn a lot, uh, not just from the sessions. You can almost learn more uh, just from networking and, and getting to know your peers. So Hope to see you guys at uh, any and or all of these events. Like, yeah, well, Finally meet you in person, Will. I know. I'm so pumped. I was like, man, we get to meet in Vermont. I don't even know how tall you are. I feel like I'm a foot I've told. I've told you. I've told you multiple times. You're like, man, how tall are you? Am I going to be towering over you or what? And uh, <laughs> yeah, with your, with your volleyball skills and the experience, I'm pretty sure you're a tall guy. But uh, yeah, man, it's going to be it's going to be so cool. And, and I'm excited. Uh, you know, like we said, fingers crossed, knock on the wood, whatever that everything still happens for the conferences. But um, I just want to give you a quick shout out. Thank you so much for uh, joining me. It's not only fun to do good morning hospitality, but having like the deeper industry one-on-one talks like this is uh, always fun. And I think I get a lot of value from it. Just not, not only like being a part of it, but seeing the responses that we get from the show. I think this type of uh, content is important because we have operators that, you know, 
it's, it's a busy life. You're constantly putting out fires or preventing fires in a lot of ways. Um, so I think, you know, this type of uh, information is really key for, for operators around the world. Yep. So I just want to say thank you. And for all those GMs out there scrubbing toilets, kudos to you. Hop in a nice podcast, listen to Will uh, and his, all the experts he brings on. Um, and yeah, anybody feel free to reach out to, to me, find me on LinkedIn or Michael at noiseaware.com. But always a pleasure, Will. You heard it here first, everybody. So click all the links in the show notes below. Find out where you can reach out to Michael, more about Noiseware. And don't forget, they're actually great partners of the podcast. So if you use the code SLIPTALK20, you'll get a special special exclusive uh, discount there. So always good to know if you guys have any questions. And thank you again, Michael. And we'll see you guys all again next week. Thank you so much for listening. We love your support and want to provide the best we can to all our listeners. So please find us online, social media, and on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. Smart locks, smart thermostats, automation, and a solution for any hotel and vacation rental company. Our show partners at Operto are the leading solution for operators to enhance their operations by integrating with your property management software and making sure that all your smart devices create a contactless guest experience while streamlining your operations. So don't forget to check them out on their website, send me a message, or just let them know that Will sent you and you are in good hands. So get ready to enjoy another episode of Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast, and check out operto.com or go to the podcast website and see our partners page. What's up, everybody? If you've gotten this far into the episode of Slick Talk, the Hospitality Podcast, then you are amazing, and thank you so much for tuning in. We want to send you two places really quickly. If you can, check out the show notes and click the hospitality.fm link. Check out all of our other shows on the podcast network. And don't forget, if you have someone that you want to hear on the podcast, then fill out the guest fill-out form so that way we can get them on the show. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy another episode of Slick Talk, the Hospitality Podcast.